Welcome to the Be Still Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, an avid yoga teacher, wellness junkie, diehard organizer, and fearless business leader. This podcast is a place where I'll sit down with everyday people, entrepreneurs, and business owners to talk all things and all questions about health and wellness, Christianity, and small business. I hope you leave here feeling empowered to be your authentic self and share your story with the world. Thanks for showing up and being here. Welcome back, everyone, to the Be Still with Beth podcast. I am excited to introduce to you our guest, Joanne Aducci, on today's show. Joanne and I had the opportunity to meet each other through the Lung Cancer Research Yogathon Challenge several years back, and yoga really brought us together in that challenge. So I'm honored to bring Jo onto the show today. She's going to share about a movement and a group that she started and how she started noticing and being more aware in her life in order to move into a place of more of a conscious living state and just feeling her emotions and seeing her reactions to things rather than actually just reacting. So join me in welcoming the MindShift mentor and facilitator of the Feel Good Life at Falling Together LLC and Helos and Luna Healing Center, my dear friend, Joanna Ducci. Enjoy the show, friends. I invited Joe here um, because she started this beautiful thing, and I'm going to have her dive into when she started it, how she started it, and why, but she started it in my, my memory of recollection a few years back, and it's just grown into this beautiful Uh, group and just a way to allow us to be our whole selves. And I talk about on the podcast, our whole body, our mind, soul, spirit, everything to be our whole authentic self in this life. And Joe's hashtag now, a a movement towards conscious living has done just that. And so Joe, tell us about hashtag now when it started and kind of how that idea or that seed planted it, pause, time out, actually, let's rewind. Who are, who's Joe, right? I'm like jumping in because I'm so excited, you guys. Like, I just want to cut to the chase and talk about hashtag now. I can just be a voice behind it all. Let's let's talk about Joe first. Who are you? Kind of just a little background of you. um, And then we'll dive in. I promise we'll dive in then, friends. All right. All right. So who am I? Um, That's funny because I've been asking myself that a lot lately too with this winter weather and all of a sudden this year, I've embraced winter and I keep asking myself, who are you? <laughs> um, but I'm Joe. I'm Joanne. Um, I uh, grew up in Wisconsin, so I'm a Wisconsinite. And um, boy, I've been all the things, right? A, a mom, a wife, a daughter, a friend, a sister, a, a Cisco employee. I've been you know, a babysitter and a dog mom and all these masks, right? Um, But most recently, I've decided to take all of those masks and rolls off and just be me. And who that person is, is filled with love, who wants to share how love is greater than fear in this world. And um, it's funny because I have always appeared to be this happy-go-lucky person to everybody around me. Um, but I wasn't really feeling that for a long, long time. But I can actually tell you now, I am that happy-go-lucky person. 
So beautiful. And friends, if you are feeling that way, I bet you will leave here after talking with Joe, uh, you will leave here feeling just like that too. And that love greater than fear. So a little side story about Joanne and I is, um, Joanne makes the little bracelets that I also have. If you listen to my word of the year podcast, episode one, my word of the year, Joanne has made me my bracelets for my word of the year, which last year, 2020, was faith over fear or faith greater than fear, which leads into a little bit of love greater than fear too. So uh, I remember sitting at the coffee shop and you giving that to me. I just quit my job and a lot was kind of racing through the mind. And now look where we are one year later sitting here podcasting. So remarkable, remarkable. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? I love that. And I love the journey that you've been on and how authentic you've been to yourself. Not knowing, you know, it's that you put the fear aside and you truly did faith over fear taking that leap. You just do it. So the year before that was authentic, actually. That was my year. My year before faith over fear is authentic, being authentic to myself and then jumping out into unknown. So, all righty, well, let's dive in. Now let's talk about hashtag now. So where did the idea or how did hashtag now come about and kind of what is it? Just give me the background of what's hashtag now all about. Sure. So, um, I woke up one morning and was really thinking about Eckhart Tolle and the power of now um, and how I had read the book years and years ago. And literally, I woke up one morning and it popped into my head. And that happens to me an awful lot. Um, but I'd read the book years ago and um, it seemed some of the, the pieces to what he had been talking about seemed to resonate with me with what I was going through. And um, what that was, was in a very short period of time, I lost my mom to lung cancer. I um, realized that I wasn't living for myself. I was living for everybody else. And inside of that, that I wasn't um, fulfilled in my marriage and um, hadn't, I didn't know how to put me first and that I was living in the past and I had compartmentalized so many traumas and so many experiences that living in the past, not necessarily in a victim state, but in a state of, of not managing the present because I was holding on to the past um, and then not even planning for the future. So I, I wasn't even present. And I got to thinking about now, what does it mean to be here now? And I heard something um, on an Oprah Super Soul Sunday and all these little, the perfect storm of things came together. And I started to create a post about how I was feeling and I called it Project Happiness. So I had hashtag Project Happiness. And all of a sudden it shifted into, wait a second, I'm being more and more present in what I'm doing. And I really feel like conscious living is a thing. And I heard about creating a movement and I, I really wanted to put this all together and hashtag now came to my mind that morning. And then a movement towards conscious living was really in my heart. And so I look at it um, and, and I was at the beach and I, when I'm at the beach, I find rocks and I build carns and I sit and meditate. It's like my favorite thing in the whole wide world to do is go to the beach and meditate. And one morning, conscious thought, mindful action in the present moment came to me. So the morning is a really special time for me. 
And it's when it seems that I'm on fire, either I've had a really good night's sleep and things come to me in my sleep and I just wake up with all these ideas or something happens to me in the morning. It's my favorite time of the day. But hashtag now a movement towards conscious living is truly it. It was my attempt to share in an authentic, vulnerable way, the unraveling of my past with how it related to what I was like in my present, even though I wasn't living in the present, knowing that I could live in the present and then how to create the future that I've always wanted. That's so beautiful. And I'm guessing if I had to take a wild stab when you started this, there probably wasn't the intention of like, you know, to your point, I wanted to build a movement, but like, I don't think you necessarily were like, I want to build this huge following and have this be a thing because I know your heart, right? And your heart was really just to set to say, this is what I'm going through. And I know that this will help someone else down the road. And so I'm just going to share it. I'm just going to put it out there for all of the world and social media to see and see what happens. And what kind of response have you gotten once you started this years ago from Project Happiness to Hashtag Now? Yeah, you're exactly right, Beth. It was so funny because I, I, I started Hashtag Now as a group on Facebook and I, inv- I went to coffee with a friend and I invited her and she was the only person in there with myself um, for probably, oh, 10 months. <laughs> So it was Dana and I, and, you know, I posted once and I'm like, okay, this is a thing. I know this is a thing. There is something here. I really wasn't quite ready to start sharing the pieces of my story yet though. Um, I I was living in a fear-based place and I was still putting some of the components together of love is greater than fear and what that really means at the core of my being. And all of a sudden, um, here I go again, all of a sudden one day, I had this epiphany where when I communicate with love and not fear, so love for me and love for the other person and love for the situation and no fear of the outcome or anyone else's expectations of me, I can communicate completely authentically and be very vulnerable. And Brene Brown and her vulnerability conversation and teachings were super impactful for me. And so all of a sudden, I just, I opened it up and I had a coach at the time and I invited Joe, his name is Joe. And um, then I started inviting other people. And all of a sudden, as of today, we have 506 members in hashtag now and people have shared so many stories, um, you know, about things they've been through and how they're they, they feel safe in hashtag now to share and open up and use that as a, as a safe place to let something go, mm-hmm. you know, and it's super powerful. And I I've shared a, a number of things and there's always more to share and there's always more that comes up. Right. Yeah. And I think when you started it too, and I always share from my perspective outside looking in is like, I remember, I think you invited me and I was like, oh, this is an interesting group. I'll, I'll accept it. I, you know, other friends have other groups and we accept, right. We kind of do that nice polite thing. Right, right. Like Joe, we get along. She's my good yoga friend from lung cancer, right? Like I'll, and I'll add it, see what happens. And in the beginning, you just kind of watch it and you see it. And it has truly, even myself, like I love sunrises. People will learn that about me. I love a good cup of coffee and sunrises, but I always don't make it there. And part of it is one, I am lazy, even though I love mornings, I'm a little lazy. (laughs) 
Um, and two is I do teach sometimes in the morning so that, that takes away some of those morning hours or I'm not around um, you know, the home area to be able to go enjoy. But there was a couple of days recently that Joe will go live in the group friends. And then I just watch it with her. And honestly, it feels like we're right there with her. Now in the world that we're in, we do everything virtually, it seems like. So like, it doesn't even phase me now that you're online virtual. But what I want to come back to though, is relating to listeners. Like if you are thinking about starting something, this whole, I'm going to say faith over fear, love greater than fear, whatever that thing is over fear for you of Maybe it is quitting a job like I did. Maybe it's getting out of a relationship. Maybe it's opening up to be vulnerable, starting a new chapter, a new group, a new something career. I don't know what it is for you, but also know that when you decide and make that kind of turning point and that little change or that leap, it won't happen overnight that you become like so incredibly successful or that it fulfills everything. And I think you notice that, right? Like 10 months you were with just you and one friend, like the waters, you know, huge movement coming guys. Watch out. (laughs) It's the two of us. Yep. That's right. I I agree with that though, because, um, you know, you, you want whatever it is that you're doing to come from an authentic place and, and the fear stops us from being fully authentic to ourselves. And, And then we start telling ourselves these crazy stories like, oh, someone's going to judge me or, oh, what are they going to think of me? Or for me, one of the things I was most worried about was my ex and he wasn't my ex yet, but he was going to be my ex and, and inviting his family or, and it's a private group. Um, It's open to anybody, but it is a private group. So people can feel safe to share. And so then I was thinking, well, I don't even need to invite him. What, why am I worried about him? I don't, I don't have to, his sister-in-law doesn't need to be in that group or something. Right. Um, But then I was thinking, but that's part of my story. So what am I afraid of? And I really had to unravel that then. And I'm all about unraveling things because once we can unravel something, and for me, I like to connect dots. So I'm a dot connector. Not everybody wants to do that, but that's what helps me. Once I connect those dots, then I can let it go. And it took me quite a while to do that and really, really have confidence in my own self being true to me. And here's really what happened. I lost my dad. And one of the gifts that he gave me before he passed, when we were in the hospital, um, nearing the end of his life, he said, Joe, you've always been so special and so unique. Just be true to you. And I was like, holy crap. Now I have full permission. It didn't, I didn't need that permission per se, but he gave me that permission. So it, it's been really fun to watch hashtag now grow from that point forward, because I lost all fear of being true to myself at that point in time. Yeah. When was that, Jill? When uh, we're, we're recording this February of 2021. So how long has it been since your dad passed again? Yeah, he passed in September of 19. Okay. So almost approaching oh, a year and yeah, yeah. Just, just yep. Almost a year and a half. And I would say that's, that, that is very visible now that I'm also learning and unraveling your story and connecting those dots is that's very visible to me 
of that shifting time frame. But it, but also, friends, remember, I was also in a shifting place myself. So yeah. Joe and I are kind of shifting in the same way. And so I'm watching her and she's watching me. And so it makes sense that our, our stories and um, parts are aligning in that way. So, wow, just remarkable from when it started. When did it start? What's the timing? It's about three years. Oh, boy. Ago. I, you know, yes, I want to say April of 18 for some reason. Um, I am trying to remember exactly when I cracked the, you know, create a group. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about, that probably is pretty good recollection on your part, April of 18. So three years, yeah. um, yep. which, which again, mind you, is more like two years in the reality of actually doing stuff in there. And so yes. in this group to give kind of, listeners to is what is it now, right? So we understand how it kind of got there and what it what it was or what the intention was. What does it look like now? What is the group? And, and we're sharing this with you friends because in all reality, if this is what you're looking for, please jump on in. So what does it look like now and what can people expect if they join into that group? Sure. So um, not every morning, but many mornings, um, I try to get to the sunrise as, as you mentioned, right? And um, the goal there, I really get a lot of wisdom from the sun and the moon. So I love to chase the sun um, and follow the moon. But there's there are teachings that come from whatever is popped into my head. Or if I have a conversation with a friend and it gets me thinking about something, um, and I will just go there. And um, sometimes we'll meditate together with the sunrise. Uh, when I go live and the sun is rising, you don't see me. All you see is the sunrise and you may hear me, um, you know, having a conversation with everybody about some topic. It could be um, about taking your power back. It could be about how to get out of a stressful moment quickly, how to meditate with your eyes open. I did the other day. Um, and it's just a place for it's a place for me to share what's going on in my world and hope that you guys, you know, that are, are there can relate back to that. Um, at the same time, I, I bring in my experience um, from, you know, various things I've been through, um, various traumas or even being a mom or um, being an ex and, um, you know, some of the things that, um, I've had to unravel in my life and let go of. Um, but what's really fun is when the community shares and, um, you know, other people either will share a story or um, their wisdom or a meme that they saw that resonated with them, that they want someone to see and feel. What I've noticed that's really cool is that oftentimes will be thinking around the same topic. And I'll post something and it'll hit home for someone that day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really interesting to watch people's impact. And um, for me, if I know that one person has had either an aha moment or is being impacted by the conversation, that's all that matters. That's really Amen. all that matters. That's all that matters too. And I share that with the podcast as well is like, there's one person and I always know there's one person that will be impacted by this podcast. And that's all that matters. This whole time was worth just that one. And I think yep. 
people need to also know that, like that you matter, you are worthy. If you are the only one that we took an hour out of our day to just share this, what's on our heart and be silly and funny and not really care that it's hundred percent, a super, you know, clear or cut like podcast with all the editing. I don't care about that stuff. I care that what we're saying today resonates with you and it helps you break through some barrier in your life so that you can be authentic and live holy. That's what Absolutely. I'm here to do. And that's beautiful there. Yeah, it, it is. It's funny because I've shared. Um, so I shared a story fairly early on um, when hashtag now started to grow. And when I ventured out and started inviting everybody and for me, all of my worlds were coming together. So I didn't care if they were my friend, my coworker, who I considered friends um, or where they came from in my life. I just wanted people to really think about being present and having conscious thought and what subconscious habit does and drives us down. And, and I shared a story and one of my coworkers, he's a friend of mine, he in the group. And he said, I think he may even said this on the comment. He's like, Oh my God, I had no idea that that happened to you. I'm so sorry. I'm completely speechless. And he left the group. (laughs) He left the group because it was too much for him. Mm -hmm. And and that's okay too. Yeah. You know, the it 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 can be really hard sometimes when someone's not ready. And right away, you know, he messaged me with work and we had a nice conversation. And he's like, I, I can't, that's too much for me, Joe. And I'm like, it's okay, Sonny. You can go. It's fine. I don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it, it's interesting the impact that the you know, that kind of vulnerability and authenticity can have on somebody given where they're at. Yeah. And that's so good of you too, that you've learned that disconnect and I, and we're at different points and many are in any journey through life about being able to not attach. And, And we read about this a lot in yoga. And I know you read about it a lot too, about that attachment to things, whether they're in the present or in the, in the past, but that attachment to the the people in the group is not yours and not keeping that so close allows you to just be that free person and, and truly authentic. Right. So something else that's come from the group that I'm really excited about is a book club. Mm, And, um, so I started a book club and I, I, I didn't know I was going to do this. It just kind of happened. And, um, I was triggered on a weekend. Um, and when I say I was triggered, I had my feelings hurt by some girlfriends and, um, had asked one of them, you know, I, I just said, Hey, seeing that picture really, you know, it, it kind of hurt my feelings and what's going on. And she's like, Oh my gosh, let's talk about it. And then I said, wait a second. No, I'm taking this personally. I'm making assumptions. So I believe in the four agreements. So the four agreements are a really powerful book, um, kind of a, a lifestyle and it's Toltec wisdom. And it gives us an opportunity to really forget everything we've ever known and start over based on what we need in this world. Not what someone else told us we needed. Anyway, all of a sudden I picked up my four agreements book again. So I wanted to figure out why I was triggered and especially with some girlfriends, because that doesn't happen very often. And I realized that was all on me. And so I started reading the four agreements again. I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to have a book club. People need to know about the four agreements and they need to hear what this, you know, what this lifestyle can give them the freedom that you can give yourself when you transform inside of not taking things personally, not making assumptions, 
always doing your best and in being impeccable with your word. So we have a book club. We did a four agreements book club. It was really fun. There were like 25 people in to begin with. And we ended up with maybe 15. Um, and I'm starting that four agreements book club again um, on February 8th. And then I'm going to do the fifth agreement book club starting February 9th. So I expect that more book club will happen over, you know, over the course of months and probably do the power of now. We'll probably do the untethered soul and some other really great teachings from, you know, lots of wonderful healers and people. That is, that is wonderful. And I love four agreements is one of my um, favorite books as well as, um, is it the love agreements? The same author? Yeah. Love, um, love languages. That's just mastery love of love. Mastery of love. Yeah. That's the the same. I have that book as well. That those two typically between my my bed uh, bedside table or my downstairs table. I have those two books constantly, kind of flipping through them and just opening up and whatever is there, having some wisdom of that day or that week or whatnot too. So. Yeah, it's um, so when you did your first podcast, um, you know, got me thinking about my word. Um, my word this year is mastery. Mm. That is my word, mastering my emotions, mastering my awareness, and then re being reminded in the four agreements of mastering intent and, you know, mastering our transformation. Mm -hmm. And so my word this year is mastery. And boy, I tell you, it's, that book has just been after I've read it four times now, I hear something new every time. It is a book. You, you can't just read it once. You have to read it multiple times. My oh, opinion as well. Absolutely. Well, that is so awesome. So again, we're going to tell you hashtag now a movement towards conscious living. So it is, like we said, a group on Facebook, a private group, but you can search it. So it's public to be to search. And then you can just invite into that group, invite your friends and head on over there and see all the goodness book clubs, motivational things, daily meditation. I mean, whatever is kind of on the heart of Joe or anyone in the group too. So if you're looking for a place to share, or even I'll even say, and, and open it up too to Joe is like, or a place just to find community and connection. And we are so wired We're humans were wired to have connection. And I think we're lacking a lot of that connection in today's world. And so if you are thriving that or need that, and you are looking for a, a place to be vulnerable, I highly, highly recommend you head on over and find this group because I can guarantee you will find something in there for you. Oh, thank you for that, Beth. I really appreciate that. I know that as um, some people have shared their stories, um, you know, they've messaged me on the side and said, you know, thank you for just opening this group up because I've wanted to share this and I just didn't know where I could do that. It's a space so. and that's truly making just space for people. And that's really yeah. all we want. We want someone to hear us and to be heard. So. That's right. Yeah. So what two to three tips would you kind of give someone to kind of recap here? If they're looking to move into more of this conscious living, more present moment, love over fear, however you want to phrase that, what two or three things did you learn pretty early on that you would say, here's like, if you could give them the magic wand, right? The magic wisdom, oh, yeah. what would you give them? Oh boy. So the first thing I would tell them is that when they're feeling any moments of doubt or stress, that they just need to stop and remember that nothing in front of them is actual truth. That everything in front of them is coming from someplace that is not their truth. And once they do that, then they can take a step back and not judge themselves 
and not be a victim, but they can witness what's going on in their life differently. And so um, when you're able to witness from a different place, you're able to see your emotions and feel them more wholly. And it's, it's, it's just a beautiful existence to not judge yourself and not stay in that victim state. And then, you know, when it comes to, to love is greater than fear, I learned through being completely shut down in communication with my ex that communication is the key. And if they're struggling, if anyone out there is struggling with communicating with anybody that is close to you, it's fear-based. And when you remember to love yourself and the reason that you want to communicate, whatever it is, it will come out okay. It'll be okay. So communication is so key in all of it, especially when we communicate with ourselves, when we have that conversation with ourselves. So I would say um, communication is the biggest piece and to be kind to yourself. Yeah, I think there's so much power. We, we hear it a lot and friends, it's true. Mantras, how you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the quote or the phrase that I think I was just reading the other day about that same sort of thing was what you're saying in your head is what you're feeling in your heart kind of mentality. Um, and yeah. communication, like total side tangent, we could go on that for days about relationships, <laughs> yeah, we could. right? But yeah, if I could tell you that um, part of my relationship issues of significant partners was communication. So um, something Drew and I have very strong because I think on date one, I was like, communication is very important. And if we don't have it, then I'm yeah. gone. See ya. Um, I was a pretty ruthless dater in the beginning of our relationship. But I also would say you just were speaking to me and it's kind of like hitting me square in the forehead tonight of just that communication of uh, with others. And there there is some communication barriers right now that I'm experiencing. And to your point is, um, it's in fear and I've known it. It's, it's in fear inside of me of, of just being, being vulnerable, of course, but also just, I think hurting feelings and that, right. and just all the limiting beliefs that we put on that label. So, um, yeah, that one sure. is, hits me hard every time. Yeah, it's really true. It's interesting because, um, I had a friend call and she said, so, if love is greater than fear, when we're communicating, what if I get my feelings hurt? She said exactly that. And she said, I don't think that that person should communicate out of love and still hurt my feelings. And I said, okay, but are you taking it personally and making assumptions about what's going on? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the unraveling of those things. I, you know, like I said, I love to unravel. And, and um, that was a tough answer. You know, it was, it was a tough answer. Um, but it's true because anything somebody else does is never about you. It's always about them. So whatever was going on, whatever happened was about that person, not about her, you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, I digress because I could talk about that forever. Um, but the other thing you mentioned mantra and Beth, I love mantras. And when I really started to reconnect with myself and stay present and really when hashtag now, um, you know, popped into my head and then became something, it was a mantra. 
And it was, I am loved, I am worthy, and I am enough. Mm-hmm. And I had a ring that had three stones and I wore it every day. And then one of the stones fell out. I was like, oh, what do I do with that? But I am loved, I am worthy, and I am enough. And I looked in the mirror and I looked in my eyeballs and I said it every single day, more than once. Mm-hmm. A mantra really helps. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Any positive affirmation mantra. And, and I'll tell you that for those aren't listening to that, you know, my, my background and my faith of where I believe as a Christian. And that's the exact same that we talk about all the time in our faith groups of this daily affirmations. So whether it be scripture based or a mantra, just a positive affirmation or some other maybe religious affiliations or anything, whatever it is, if it's positive influence into your, into your mind, your body will feel that. So very powerful mantra stuff. Awesome. All right. Where can people find you? And again, we're going to repeat the Facebook group again, but where can they find you on the socials and connect with you so they can follow all the goodness that you, we're not going to tell you guys, we're going to leave a little, like a little sprinkling of like, Joanne's got lots of stuff in the works because I think she's going to come (laughs) back in a couple of months and share with everything else that she's been working on. But um, where can they find you right now for hashtag now? Yeah, absolutely. So hashtag now is alive and active on Facebook. Um, and it, it is hashtag now with a dash and then a movement towards conscious living. Um, so if you go search for that, you will see that group and then just request to join. Um, and I am on Instagram, but it's just me on Instagram. It's all about Joe. <laughs> um, so I am not hashtag nowing on Instagram um, yet, but um, all out there on Facebook. But I think we will, like we were talking about that earlier. I think we'll see Joe and we'll get her into the Instagram world. So yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm there. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am old, you know. <laughs> kind of hard to avoid it sometimes. I, but yeah. I will link also the hashtag now group in the show notes, friends. And so you'll find it there. You can link to it. Um, at least I think I can link to it or at least link to the page where it says join. So go ahead and you can find that on Facebook as well. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here with you, Beth. And I so love everything that you're doing and you're such a light in this world. I just thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. I appreciate those comments too. Alrighty friends till next time, check out hashtag now dash a movement towards conscious living on Facebook group, find it in the show notes, give us a like, give us a review, all of the beautiful things. We love you and thank you for being here. And until next time, be well.